Do you ever feel like you are the only one living a life that is too hard to handle? Welcome to the In Raw Life podcast, where we're going to talk about real life in its raw form. Each week, we'll dive into the stuff that nobody really likes to talk about because it's uncomfortable, painful, a little awkward, or just weird. We want to normalize all of that and help you realize that you can live out your dream even in life's messiness. I'm Sierra. And I'm Jessica. And we're living our dream lives in real life, in raw life. Welcome back to the In Raw Life podcast. We are so excited that you are here to join us today. We only have two more self-cares left that we are covering. And honestly, well, we have two more after this. Is that what you meant? We have three more left. (laughs) And honestly, if you really looked at it and broke it down, there's probably even more than eight or the nine that we've now spoken about, kind of, sort of. But today's self-care, no, before we get into that, (laughs) Sierra's gonna, here's some messages from our Sierra. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm trying to come up with my best commercial voice. Um, If you haven't joined our Facebook group yet, make sure you come on down. It is work-life balance for empowered, unstoppable women. And it's pretty freaking epic. I mean, right now there are women in the group watching us record live before this even airs. So, and then they get all of the antics that we cut and the uh, little nuggets that we give away of what's coming up. So join us there. It's pretty awesome. Um, the one requirement is that you have to be a woman and then you also have to be encouraging because if you're going to be a troll, you're not welcome there. It is a safe space full of women who share what's really going on in their life, who share their dreams, their goals, their struggles, their triumphs, all of it. So join us there. There's a link in the show notes. Um, we would love to have you. And also please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. You can also catch it on YouTube. Um, but just by simply giving us a rating, like just clicking five stars, that one little click gives us um, a lot more traction, a lot more growth, and we can reach more ears, which helps spread our message, which we're pretty freaking proud of. So we hope you love it too and, and want to spread it. Yeah. So all of that being said, thank you because, you know, pregnancy brain. Um, <laughs> today's self-care that we're talking about is physical self-care. And now Sierra and I or at least I slightly, I don't know if yours is slightly or more than slightly disagree with slightly. the post we've been following yeah. of what that looks like. But so what they said, I do agree with like the definition they gave, which is the actions we take to enhance our physical well-being because it's, it's taking care of our bodies. Obviously it's physical. So it's doing what feels good and what is good for our whole bodies so that we're taken care of. And we can, again, like, I feel like all self-care is, is present you being able to like be thanked by future you for like, whatever it is that you've done that has made their, their, your future self so grateful. Like, oh my gosh, this is so much better. This feels so much better. I am able to do more of what I love or whatever that is. Um, So it's definitely taking care of ourselves, but the examples they give, which I guess they could technically somewhere fall in. I don't know. One of them is cleaning your closet, which I feel falls into like more practical. Yeah. We covered cleaning your space 
Yeah. And so like, it is a physical activity, but I think it, it's more of a practical, it helps your practical well-being because unless it's like, you got really heavy clothes and you're like lifting, (laughs) maybe (laughs) I'll give them that. Or Um, if like, I guess if you like really love organizing, then like you're physically doing, you know, it's like keeping you active. Like some people freaking love, like my mother-in-law is, she visits the container store on the weekly. She freaking loves the organizational process, you know, and it involves going up and down the stairs to the basement and all of that. So like, yes, if it is a thing that is like, gets you excited, be physical. Yeah. Understood. That's so funny. Jess was just telling me yesterday about how she just, this is Jessica on the podcast talking about my best friend, Jess. She <gasps> loves organizing like that. She's like, if I could just like do that, like mm-hmm. that's one of my things. I'm like, yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if it becomes like literally a physical thing, sure. But just actually the act of cleaning out your closet, I would say falls under practical. But the other one they give is, and I feel like this is something that people like, it's more of like a surface self-care or the thing that everyone thinks is self-care when it's not necessarily a self-care action for everyone, um, but it's getting your nails done. Mm-hmm. So like that is, you know, one, it is literally phys- like physically touching you, whether it's going somewhere or doing it yourself. So it's like kind of like a tender care touch thing mm-hmm. and, you know, keeping your nail beds <laughs> and your toes healthy, which is also great. And it feels nice, but I think more of the physical self-care ideas go deeper than that. Like what? So like just physically taking care of your body. So again, like I said, you know, a week from now, two weeks from now, a year from now, whatever it is, you're like, wow, I feel like you wake up in the morning. You're like, I feel great. And the reason like physically great and have energy and ready to go. And part of that is because you've taken care of your body. Like either you like whatever workout you do or dance or eating healthy, washing your body every single day. Yes. I mean, like stuff that, that takes care of you, that future you, however far in the future is like, whoa, I just went up that flight of stairs and didn't even think about it. Like that was nothing or wow. I just carried my five-year-old on my back and it made them super excited and I feel really good and not out of breath. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's like fueling, you know? So I feel like that's more of the physical. I'm not taking away from getting your nails done or getting a massage. Cause I also like that's something that I really love to do. And I feel like it's taking care of me. That makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know, there's like the, like the deeper level and like the maybe slightly more surface level that actually speaks to you. Like if you don't mm-hmm. like getting a massage, don't go get a massage just to be like, oh, I hashtag self-care. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like a lot of times we put this, um, like we, we put this pedestal of self-care as like this, these are the things that you have to do to self-care, which includes like bubble baths, getting your nails done, massages and stuff like that. So I think like when we talk about this one and we specifically mention getting your nails done, I don't think it's the act of getting your nails done because you have to get your nails done. I think it is like what you said of physically feeling 
better. Like, okay. So for me, my first physical self-care was really learning to eat well and exercise well, because when I was in, in high school and college, I didn't know, like I was on the freaking rowing team for my college. And I still didn't know how to eat well or exercise correctly. I would push myself way too hard in order to hit the things I needed to hit. And then I'd go throw up because I pushed myself too hard versus like understanding how to really get healthier. And meanwhile, while I was like doing all of that, I was eating like mini chocolate donuts because I thought that would give me more energy to be able to row faster. Like I was so screwed up because nobody actually taught me how to physically take care of myself. And so when we talk about physical self-care, I think it's super important to remember that it's like up-leveling your current situation. So if right now you've been inside a lot and you usually sit on the couch and watch a ton of TV, then your level of physical self-care might be going for a walk it might be just taking a shower regularly, you know, like it might be getting back into that, you know, COVID was weird. And it like, yes, it's, we're kind of like, we're kind of through it, but also like a lot of people are still suffering the, like the after effects the habits they got into. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. people, you know, like if you're stuck in depression or you're in, you have anxiety about going out or you just got like, for that lack of a better word, like you got kind of lazy because you didn't have to put on pants every day, you know, like you get into these habits of, of, of like not like more sloth like habits. And so it's just up leveling, whatever it is you need to do. You kind of like what we talked about in your birthday episode, like do it, just step into it and, and take care of it. So anyway, um, we, yeah, so there's that, like the, the smaller things and then, but I think like, so, okay. So first for me personally, like I said, I got, uh, I took better care of my physical health and better care of my, like the, what I was eating, what I was ingesting into my body, which is all still physical health. And then from there, like, okay, I started learning how to dress the way I liked better, you know, again, in college did not, did not have any sort of fashion, you know? So like, then it became more of that. And now I feel like physically, I mean, I still, you know, I go through phases, like I'm about to go like push myself again to like start working out more. We go through phases, but like, I have a general sense of, of what working out looks like, but now I'm at that next level where it's like, well, okay, what can, what else can I do? So now I do get my nails done regularly. Whereas I just started doing that a year ago because it like, it's that next little up level of, it makes me, I don't do it because, well, for one, it is relaxing to go to the nail salon. But for two, I do it because I feel really good when I look at my nails and they're put together versus like, you know, polish chipping off or bitten all down to the core. Like I take care of them and I feel professional and I feel elegant and like all of these things that help me physically, my physical well-being feel better. And that's why I do it. So I think if you can find a way to physically feel your best and like, but again, one step at a time, whatever your best is too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like even I had a friend recently who I don't think she would like typically wore makeup all that much, which isn't a big deal, but she was like, you know, I've started to just put on like a little bit of like lip gloss and mascara because it makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. That's the exact perfect reason to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who recently started wearing a certain color more often because it was her, it's her power color. And so she's able Mm -hmm. to like step, she feels more confident when she wears green. So she wears Mm -hmm. green more often. And it's like, yes, like do that. Wear the color, like 
who cares if you wear green every day? If it makes you feel like a badass, wear green every day, mm-hmm. you know, step into what makes you feel good. And it doesn't have to be the standard getting your nails done. Like, yeah, that feels good for me. But like, Jess, you don't go get your nails done regularly, right? No. <laughs> no, because you don't, it doesn't feel like it doesn't give you that same. But I get massages me. more regularly now because I purposely took care of my financial self-care mm-hmm. so that I have the money to go get massages regularly. Cause that makes one, it's relaxing. It makes me feel good. Then like, I'm not sitting at my desk every day or standing at the desk or doing anything. And I'm like, Oh man, I just wish I could get a massage. Like mm-hmm. I've gotten it. And it's, yeah. and I know that I can get another one next month. Yeah. That's my, do you get one right? Like monthly? Um, not monthly. I do it at least like four times a year right now. Yeah. Is where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think it really is stepping into whatever your physical best self can be. And like Jess said, so that in the future you can be like, Oh, thank God I did that. Mm-hmm. You know? Cause sometimes too, we're like, we guilt ourselves out of it. Like I'm not going to, because it costs too much. I don't have the time. Um, it's selfish of me to get my nails done when I should be with my kids or should be spending that money on my kids or whatever. You know, we tell ourselves all these sorts of excuses. Um, and like Jess could say the same thing about getting a massage, but right now, like Jess's muscles feel great. And she's able to play more often with her kid because her muscles feel good and she's not sore and tired and whatever. And you know, even though, um, you know, like nine months, seven, eight months pregnant and like, I feel good because I'm taking care of my body. Like I'm still working out. So I have the energy to do the things that I need and want to be doing. I'm like, yeah, I feel like that's thanks. thanks. Like I, I fully am prepared and believe that, you know, a month or two postpartum, I'm going to be like, damn, thanks Jessica of the past 10, 11 months for sticking to taking care of yourself. So you feel really freaking good now for both of your kids mm-hmm. to like, have fun with them and do the things that you want to do. And a note on that, like for just to show what a difference it makes. I've had two kids. The first kid, I was super, super active. I was working outside. I wasn't at a desk. And like with my, with my five-year-old, I went hiking, sort of running the day I, the day I was due or the day before I was due, um, like on a mountain, you know, like hiking. I was, I was trying to take pictures of beating a sunset. So I was running down the hill at one point, fully pregnant running with my second, I was on bed rest because I sat and I didn't take care of myself. And I didn't put forth that extra effort of like trying to stay physical because I was like newly in an office and I didn't really know how to balance that yet. Mm -hmm. And it, it wore more on me. I like, I gained more weight. I wasn't as healthy and I was on bed rest. Mm-hmm. When it wasn't like, I don't, I fully believe it was because I wasn't as active. And so I had all these weird complications. So yeah. you really have to look like a lot of times, like I said, we can talk ourselves out of doing the thing, but because of an immediate consequence, immediately I will lose funds or I will spend money. Like immediately my bank account will decrease mm-hmm. immediately. I will not spend that hour with my child. However, if you look at it long-term, Okay, long-term, I've set up the finances, so it's okay if my bank account decreases. Long-term, I missed out on an hour with my child. However, because I feel better about myself and have more energy, I can now spend three well-meaning hours with them Mm -hmm. versus the one half-exhausted one because I'm physically exhausted, 
mentally exhausted, emotionally exhausted because I'm not giving to myself. And like, ultimately that's what self-care is about is giving to yourself. So you have more energy and excitement to like do amazing things with your life. Yeah. I was going to say that like the immediately the finances are gone, but go ahead and listen to what was it last week's episode or the week before two weeks ago, episode of financial self-care where you set yourself up so that you don't feel that way. Mm -hmm. And as far as like spending time with your kid or family or friends, that one's coming up too. We'll talk about social self-care and how that way it doesn't become a thing of, oh man, I'm missing out because you're not like you, you've already had it or you have it planned. So there's no missing. It's, it's all puzzle pieces that fit together to make a whole you. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was thinking of one more physical self-care thing um, while we were talking that I learned over time is taking care of like, especially what, like, I'm not about like depriving myself of like things to eat or sweets and stuff like that, but just being smart in portions and all of that. And I'm not about like, oh, because I ate a donut, I need to run a mile kind of thing. And I'm all about taking care of my physical body, but knowing how, how your body works so that you don't get sick. Or if you start to feel sick, notice, like I all, like if I start to feel like that tickle in my throat, I'll be like, you know what? I did have like more sugar this week. And I know that sugar affects my immune system, like personally. And I think I'm pretty sure it's like scientific that it affects it, but I know personally it affects it or, and like, and, or getting a little less sleep affects it. And so, you know, when I was a teenager, I didn't think about that stuff. And if I was feeling like I was getting sick, should I have gone to bed? Yeah. But no, I went out and like hung out with my friends instead and then got deathly sick and missed out on lots of things. Mm -hmm. So instead, like knowing yourself and your body and your, how you feel and being like, okay, I need to step it up a little here, not eat as much sugar, go to sleep early tonight so that I don't miss out on more. It's funny you say that because so you know, a couple of weeks ago we were fighting off COVID and it was just me and my two-year-old gray that had COVID. And this last week, m- my five-year-old Errol woke up with a fever and I'm like, Oh God, it's COVID. Here we go. Here we go. Buckle in. It's back. And, um, my husband's like, no, I really think it's just that he's run down because my husband has sworn his whole life that like when and his mother-in-law will say or my, not his mother-in-law, my mother-in-law, his mom will say the same thing that like when he, when my husband was young, if he worked, if he wore himself out, he would get a fever. And I even saw it happen a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. He was like working himself to the bone and he like, he was putting new flooring in our house and he's like, I'll just do one more room. And then the next day he had a fever and had to call it a work. And he mm-hmm. said, he's like, I just worked myself. Like I, I, I overdid it. And so yeah. I took my, my five-year-old into the doctor to t- get tested for COVID. And I said, is it possible for him to get a fever from being worn down. Like, it sounds crazy, but is that a possibility? And she said, it happens to more people than you think mm-hmm. because your immune system, like when you're worn down, your immune system is also worn down and it mm-hmm. can't fight off the tiny little things that it fights off every day when you're healthy or when you're yeah. well, like when you're energized. And so when you're exhausted, your immune system's weak and it's like, nope, I'm, I'm done. Give me, mm-hmm. give me a nap and I'll start working again. Yeah. But for now- you can let the fever fight it off because I'm at it. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. The, the food, like the, the amount of certain types of food that we eat, the exhaustion and stress, like stress mm-hmm. plays into it too. For so, sure. Like knowing yourself and kind of re- like starting to realize those patterns 
really helps. And then listening to those patterns. Yeah. So that you're, you don't miss out. You don't feel like death and miss out on things. Um, I wanted to say one other thing too, when it comes to like the physical aspect, I think there's certain things that we just let slide because like, ugh, you know, whatever, I'll just, I'll deal with it later because we don't have the energy to deal with it now. And I think a lot of times if we act on those things now versus dealing with it later, it helps us so much more in the long run. So for example, like, you know, I, I used to do this all the time about painting my nails. I like, I feel like I never have time to like sit down and actually paint them because I've got two young kids. And so like, they'll get messed up and I'll like, they'll never, it won't work out. Um, so I would always just be like, Oh, I'll paint my nails later. I'll paint my nails later. Or like, you know, it could be taking a shower. Oh, I'll take a shower tomorrow or for like dyeing my hair. Right. Like I, I had this like gray streak for the longest time. And every time I brush my hair, I'm like, Oh, I got to do this. But we like, Jess and I talk about this all the time. First of all, the act of thinking about the task that you have to do is such a time suck. Like ev- you're thinking about it constantly. Mm-hmm. Every time, like when I brush my hair every day for, you know, the months that I wasn't dying it, when I kept wanting to, I kept thinking, oh, I got to dye my hair. And how many times did I think of that? How much of a like mental time suck was that? Mm-hmm. But then secondly, if you just take care of it right away, then you feel better versus like, you know, when you look in the mirror and there's that thing, like, or you, you smell yourself and you're like, oh, I haven't taken a shower in a while. Like there's little indicators that our minds and our bodies tell us like, Hey, this thing needs to get done. And I'm saying more vain things like painting my nails or dyeing my hair, but like, it could be something as simple as like taking a shower or like things that you just, if you're in a place of like depression, hardship, anxiety, and you're not doing like the basic needs, your body is telling you to do it. And when you do it, even though it feels like exhausting in whatever level, like whether it's basic or heightened, if you're telling yourself over and over that I should do this, like cut out the waste of time, cut out the waste of energy, get it done because you'll feel amazing as soon as it's done. And then you can stop thinking about it and you can take that off your mental load. And that in itself is an act of mental self-care. The fact that Mm -hmm. you did the physical thing you've been thinking about. Or even the, like, you've been thinking about, thinking about, thinking about it, like you dyeing your hair. That's a Mm -hmm. good example. Like take, like you wake up, you know, the next morning and you think it again. It's not like you can literally stop right then and there probably and dye your hair, but you can schedule it in, mm-hmm. put it like, if you do it at home, write it on the grocery list and then schedule the day that you're going to do it in time so that you can stick to it. And then you don't have to think about it again then either. Cause like it's on the mm-hmm. list, you know, you're going to get it next time you go to the store and then you have it written down when you're going to do it. So you know, it's going to get done. And if it's something that you do regularly, like dyeing your hair, getting a haircut, you know, any of it, whatever the case may be, like realize how often you have to do it and schedule it out. Like Mm -hmm. I know my, my, we, my cousin, my husband's cousin cuts our hair. She was on the podcast, Ariel, if you caught that episode, she cuts our hair or she cuts the boy's hair and it was, it's so hard to get in with her. And so it used to be that we'd like struggle to get in with her last minute, but now we just know Jay has to get his haircut every six weeks. So he books it out as far in advance as possible. Mm -hmm. One less thing to think about. And it's Mm -hmm. like, it's done. Like, it's just, it's done. It's taken care of. Yeah. I think we did it. What another episode. What another episode. (laughs) Yes. What another episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks for tuning in. We love having you here. Um, 
we we really appreciate that you keep coming back. Uh, like I mentioned already, join our, our Facebook group, um, Work-Life Balance for Empowered Unstoppable Women, rate, review, and subscribe. And then if you'd like to be part of the show, send us a clip of what balance means to you. You can send that to hello at inrawlife.com and we might feature you at the beginning of our show. Until next week, I want you to pick just one physical thing that you can do for yourself. It can be a huge thing like I'm going to start working out five minutes every morning if you don't do that already, or I'm going to have one less snack a day if that's what feels like you need, or I'm going to go to sleep half an hour earlier, or I'm going to take my shower the same time every single day, something something small or something big that you can do and commit to so that you can tell yourself thank you one week, two weeks, six weeks from now. And then let me know what it is because I want to tell you thank you for you. (laughs) Bye.